I've been receiving a ton of questions regarding how exactly I started my podcast, and it's been something I wanted to do for a while, but was unaware of necessary resources I would have needed in order to pursue it correctly, which is why I want to help others in my position. After some research, I finally discovered Anchor. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is completely free. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the What It's Like to Be Hot podcast. This week has honestly been the fucking craziest week I think I've had in a really long time. Honestly, it's been a really fucking difficult week. And I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on my podcast. I know I've discussed it before, like on my social media, like on Instagram. Um, But I've never really liked opening up about my personal, like, as anyone else, I'm sure I never really like opening up about my personal business or like whatever I deal with um, simply because it's no one's business and it's really good to keep things personal, you know. Um, But honestly, I know that so many people suffer with borderline personality disorder and I have TikTok, obviously, as many other people. And I know that BPD has been like a trending thing recently um and if you haven't heard of BPD then today you will um but I've seen so many videos on my for you page about BPD and so many people romanticize it and they don't really get too into detail and show you what it's really like they'll just kind of like put the basics out there but without really getting into detail about what it's really like to be experiencing you know whatever it is that they're putting out there like whatever examples that they're giving you they're just giving you the examples but they're not really getting too into detail of what exactly it feels like like what a person with bpd really thinks about in certain situations how they feel and it's really a lot more than just what people are putting out there and that's honestly what i want to do with this episode and it's gonna be a very vulnerable episode um i don't know i'm kind of scared to talk about it I don't know why I get honestly really emotional talking about it as of recently because it has taken me a very long time to finally come to terms with the fact that I do have it like it's taken me a while to accept it you know and I mean as anyone else you know you know yourself you know the way you think you know the way you react to things and sometimes even if you don't necessarily vocalize them to other people like I said you still know the way that you behave and the way that you think in certain situations so it's kind of like it's enough for yourself to kind of be like okay like this makes sense like this is a name to what I've been experiencing and that's kind of what's been happening with me um so I'm just gonna give a couple examples obviously and get into detail about what it's like but I know a lot of people are like don't self-diagnose but honestly unfortunately I somewhat had to self-diagnose because even though I've had like therapists or whatever I've never felt like I said I've never felt comfortable opening up and I know it kind of like defeats the purpose of having a therapist and going to therapy because obviously you're supposed to open up in therapy but you know it takes everyone like a different amount of time compared to others so it's definitely taken me a while and I know like it's definitely a process with therapists it's hard to find the right one and so it's definitely taken me a while to even open up to my current one about how I've been thinking and feeling because it was just something that I felt like I needed to handle with myself so I actually had to take a lot of notes for this episode because I don't want to miss 
anything at all. I want to cover it as much as I can and I still probably won't be able to completely cover it, but I'll just make a second part, honestly, if it really comes down to it because this is definitely something that needs to be talked about way more often because there's so many people suffering in silence with this disorder and it's insane. Like, honestly, I just want to say for anyone in a similar situation that feels like they have no one to talk to because they don't want people to view them differently or they just don't really know how to express what the fuck is going on in their head. I completely understand and I just want you to know that you are completely supported, your feelings are valid and honestly, something I want to throw out there, I know the name kind of like gives off the wrong impression but it does not mean that people with borderline personality disorder literally have multiple personalities i think that's a really big misconception and hearing that about someone kind of like gives off this vibe like you should be scared of them and that's completely inaccurate because majority of the time these people honestly just need support you know like bpd literally stems from unhealed trauma and abandonment issues so a lot of the time people with bpd will start to lash out when they feel like you're going to abandon them and just a disclaimer not everyone who suffers with bpd reacts the same exact way i mean of course everyone has their own way of behaving in specific situations but these are some very common examples and I might give my personal experience depending how I feel about opening up in certain aspects. But I want to start with random outbursts and I can say, honestly, I guess this is pretty common. So this is why it can be obviously hard to say, oh, I have that because I'm sure a lot of people have random outbursts, but it's a lot deeper than that. I mean, like we can literally go from being happy about something and then like literally the next second it's like that's it like we we can go from loving the entire world to fucking hating everything in a matter of a couple seconds and that's where the definition of borderline personality disorder comes in because bpd literally involves having very intense and unstable emotions and mood swings which is the reason why we have such a hard time maintaining relationships and friendships I mean, like, the random outbursts are fucking insane, especially, like, for example, with friends, we can literally go from liking them so much to literally hating them within a matter of seconds, and I really want to get into that because I know a lot of people would be like, what the fuck, after hearing that, but it's it's insane, like, honestly, so back to the first one, random outbursts, okay, the fucking god complex that we get after these outbursts go insane i mean we can go from being completely destroyed and hating every single thing to then loving everything and everyone and it's like we'll want to be left alone and then it's like okay where is the attention at like i need everyone to be looking at me i need everyone to be loving me and putting me on that pedestal but then it can easily go right back to I fucking hate everyone and I don't want anyone to even fucking look at me or touch me for like the rest of the time being. And then there's the constant identity crisis. Honestly, for me personally, I'm not going to lie. I went through an identity crisis phase recently that I never even opened up about until right now. Um, Honestly, the only person who like briefly knew about it was my sister. And I don't know, even then, like, I just kind of felt weird even opening up about it because I don't know. I, I just never thought that it would happen to me, but it was like, it wasn't like on the surface, like dyeing your hair, 
getting your nail getting not getting your nails done but like getting a piercing getting a tattoo like it's not like that okay it was like a real like identity crisis and so it's just really common though with BPD to have an identity crisis that often leads to impulsive decisions like I said which could be overall changing your look in regards to dyeing your hair piercings tattoos and it's like it can go so fast like you can have the urge to want to do that and then it'll just go away and that's kind of what happened with me in terms of my identity crisis I was like it just hit me out of nowhere I was like okay wait a minute like who the fuck am I and that's another thing like we're always fucking questioning who the fuck we really are because a lot of us really don't know who the fuck we are um but I don't know like I kind of just went through like it just randomly hit me and I kind of went through this little phase I was like okay for real though like who am I like who am I wanting to be right now like who like not who am I wanting to be but I'm trying to discover myself and like how can I get there and like I had a couple idea a couple of ideas but I was like okay this is not me like I've never really thought about it like that so there's absolutely no way that it could be me and I guess like it was just me pushing that away a little bit and kind of like not really wanting to deal with it because like I said it was my first time like getting that deep into questioning my fucking identity that it was a little scary and I really just like I didn't have the mental capacity to even try to understand what the fuck was going on and I was just overwhelmed with so much that I was like okay like this is the last thing I need to deal with on top of every single other thing that I fucking deal with you know like mentally I guess so it was just adding on to it and it was very overwhelming so update on that it honestly was a phase for me at least and next so suddenly having the urge to do something or liking something like I said then losing the urge completely so this can happen a lot whether it be your career your education like your major um certain interests that you have like if you really like an artist or like if you really like a certain color or a fucking a possible like job opportunity like you'll literally be so dedicated to pursuing it and then all of a sudden you're like why the fuck would I want to do that that's fucking stupid right like it's not even me like I don't even like that but then five seconds ago you were really fucking like wanting to pursue that and so I don't know it's really fucking crazy it's just crazy because I'm literally listening to myself talk about this and I could understand exactly why someone who doesn't suffer with bpd could be listening to this and literally thinking what the fuck is she talking about like it doesn't even seem like logical thinking or even like it's a real fucking thing but it completely is i mean we have so many thoughts going through our head constantly like so many things that we're like battling with like mentally i guess like about ourselves and it's a lot to fucking unpack it really is a lot to unpack so don't even get me started on the fucking constant dissociation. Like, I'm going to be honest. The first time I ever dissociated was when I first smoked weed for the first time. And honestly, after my first time smoking weed, I was convinced that, like, something was wrong. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know how else to say it at the time. But I would just, like, I was convinced that I was high, like, all the time. And obviously, I wasn't. But... Obviously, it wasn't necessarily the fact that I was high all the time. And I felt like I was the only person who really felt that way because I would try to talk to people about it. And I guess they would kind of like not understand and they'd think I was like going crazy. But like, honestly, I'd have so many panic attacks about it that I like 
it gets so bad sometimes like I really wouldn't fucking feel real at all and I would like literally sit down and question like what the fuck is going on like there's no way like I would literally cry and I would like miss those times where I did feel real you know what I mean and like I honestly obviously don't think it was the weed's fault but I'm just saying like since that time or maybe it was the weed's fault but I'm just saying like that was my that was kind of like my eye opener I guess um like obviously I've questioned life before that but I think it just like opened my eyes up a little bit more and so ever since that very first time that I ever did obviously I have smoked after that but naturally even when I'm not high I question it all the time like I don't even remember the last time that I felt real and it's such a common thing um obviously you don't necessarily have to suffer with BPD to feel that way but it's a constant thing with us feeling that and like constantly questioning everything and I just feel like as you get older it's kind of like a natural thought like you just start to wonder about how the fuck we even got here you know like how are you not gonna wonder that I mean for those of you who don't believe in God or like don't have a specific religion that you follow obviously your mind is gonna wander you'll be like okay I don't necessarily believe that this happened but what else is there like beyond that like what like what really happened you know aside from like anyone else's beliefs so honestly it could make sense for people to question that but anyway okay I want to discuss impulsive behavior because I fucking struggle with this at least I really used to I'm kind of working on it but some examples of impulsive behavior in terms of people who suffer with BPD could be spending a lot of money. And honestly, I have recently been doing this. I'm not going to lie. Um, another way is self-harm. And honestly, self-harm can also be with a lot of unsafe sex, which some, which is something that a lot of people with BPD tend to do and um binge eating sabotaging yourself with drugs and even sabotaging your life and aspects like your career or with friendships or partners so like if things are going too good for us we'll feel like we need to fucking cut it off like I don't even know exactly what it is but like let's say we're doing really good in like a certain career and we'll just like have that urge like okay quit your job or like if something's going really good in a relationship like we have to break up with them or we just have to like assume the worst like there's absolutely no way that something's possibly going this good for us without there being like a catch at the end I guess you can say um or even like with friendships I mean let's say you have a really good friend and all of a sudden you're just like okay like that's it like the most minor thing that they do will make you want to cut them off and I really want to talk about this I'm going to get more into this when I discuss favorite person but fucking favorite person is insane like honestly if you don't know what it is to have a favorite person this is just something that is like more well known in terms of bpd so having a favorite person stems from having a very strong attachment towards someone and this can change very quickly or can last very long so most of the time it's completely out of our control like we can't even pick who it is like we're just like naturally drawn to someone and it's like okay like where did this come from like where did this natural like like this urge to like I don't know this natural urge to like have this like connection kind of thing or like this like urge to put them on a pedestal and like admire everything they do like half of the time we literally cannot control it but other times it's like okay it makes sense for this person to be someone's favorite person considering their role in the person's life um 
I don't know if any of you are keeping up with like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, but for those of you who don't know, Amber Heard actually suffers with borderline personality disorder. And I saw a couple of videos of this on TikTok and I know a lot of people are thinking, okay, like she's fucking batshit crazy, which maybe, but um, obviously I'm not justifying anything that she did, but I just want to say that not everyone with borderline personality disorder is going to react the way that Amber Heard did. I mean, if you don't know, she literally, like, I think she unlit a cigarette on Johnny's face and, like, took a shit on his side of the bed. Like, it is insane. Like, she was going fucking insane, right? But like I said, not everyone with BPD will react that way. And I just want to throw that out there because I am seeing a lot of videos like that. Like, there's a lot of BPD slander going on. Fine. Like, if you dealt with someone with BPD, I just want to say this. Okay. Normalize not pursuing a long-term relationship with someone who suffers from BPD, especially if you are aware of what they're dealing with. And if you're going to continue to like throw it in their face or kind of make them feel bad about it or like make them feel hard to love because I'm not sure if I mentioned this already, but BPD literally stems from fear of abandonment, like abandonment issues, things like that, unhealed trauma. So it's like, People who suffer with BPD don't need any more of that, okay? So it's like, if you're already aware of the fact that you're getting yourself involved with someone who deals with this, like, who suffers from this, and you're, like, gonna continue being inconsistent, like, you're just adding on to it, and then you're, like, gonna be inconsistent and then kind of get scared or, like, surprised when they, like, have their episodes, it's, like, it's giving hypocrite and it's giving, like, inconsiderate. So, of course, no one is your priority to necessarily take care of, but that doesn't mean that you can't handle the situation correctly, right? So, I know that it's different, like, if you meet someone for the first time and you want to pursue, like, a long-term relationship with them or you're just interested in them and want to see, like, where it can go and they, you know, they tell you that they suffer with BPD. Honestly, of course, it's very different to just hear someone like warn you, like, you know, I deal with this and then like give you a couple examples. Like, obviously, you're not really going to know what it's like until you see a person with BPD behave the way that they normally would. I mean, I guess it's more about just having that consideration to kind of go about it in the right way. Like, obviously, you can't just be like, you're fucking bad shit and I'm leaving. Like, like I said, like, have some consideration considering a lot of people with BPD have abandonment issues and act like an adult and just be like, you know, I really do care about you. You seem like a great person, but this is not something that I have the capacity to completely understand or like manage right now. You know, and I hope that you can find someone that can because you deserve that. It's honestly that simple, right? So let's go back to favorite person. Um, So to have a favorite person means putting this person on a pedestal. They literally come before anyone else. Like if you have plans with someone and this you have plans with another person aside from your favorite person and your favorite person's like hey what are you doing right now let's hang out you're dropping them and you're running to cater to your favorite person's needs because it's your favorite person i mean they're put on a pedestal right or it's like let's say you want to hang out with your favorite person but they can't that day they're busy so it's like you literally feel like you're fucking your day is ruined that's it the year is ruined the month is done consider it done right it's fucking insane like it's a lot to unpack honestly but um it's more of the fact that sometimes we feel like we literally cannot survive if your favorite person is not present or even if they're like if you're not on speaking terms at the moment like a lot of people would probably get triggered fast if they're like texting their favorite person and they're like taking a really long time to respond 
and their brain's literally going to tell them that their favorite person hates them and they're taking a long time to respond because they're just sick of them and they need space and they don't want to fucking talk to them and that's it like they're done they're cutting you off like it's so fucking much going on like in our heads in like such a short amount of time um and usually like with our favorite person we'll overanalyze their behavior and just like pick up on minor changes and just like assume the absolute worst like i just said like even if their body language is off we think that they fucking hate us and they want to leave like they don't even want to sit next to us if they just like cross their arms or whatever um so some other examples of like overanalyzing their behavior i guess could be like i said like slow responses probably um difference in tone and responses like if you're talking to them in person or like on the phone and they're kind of like having a bad day and they're like obviously it's not really about you but they're like having a shitty day and they're kind of like sighing a lot or they're just like keeping the responses to a minimal you're gonna take it personally okay you're gonna think like I said that it has everything to do with you and they're fucking sick of you and they don't even want to look at you anymore um and like I said also body language it'll literally ruin your entire mood and you'll just think that they're going to abandon you and that they hate you like it's not always a bad thing but it honestly can be seen as like a very unhealthy attachment depending on the person themselves and also considering how far they're willing to go I mean I don't know I mean as much as it sounds scary it's not always a bad thing like not everyone acts this way but like also as much as it may seem flattering to some it's not always a good thing right so I just want to put this out there some examples of someone's like favorite person could be like their mom or their dad like and that honestly could be due to mommy issues daddy issues like you're putting your mom on a pedestal because you know she's the one that gave you the unhealed trauma or your dad did and it's like okay I'm putting you on the pedestal because I like I still admire you from some way and I'm still giving you like that space to like I'm giving you like that chance to still like redeem yourself and it's like I don't know it's like ironically even if they did give you the fucking trauma you're still putting them on that pedestal because you like I don't know what it is like I don't know how to explain it but you just want to idolize them like no matter what bad they do you're seeing right through it and it can be your partner it can be like a friend any other family member it can literally be anyone honestly your favorite person can even be a fucking celebrity you've never even met and if you suffer from bpd and you've like idolized a celebrity but it's not like a normal level of like idolizing someone like other people are like a big fan of someone like it's like next level like favorite person next level like only people who suffer from bpd understand like the sobriety of b like not bpd (laughs) um favorite person so like i'm not gonna lie for me it has been nessa barrett if none of you know nessa she makes music she honestly like originated from like tiktok or whatever um she was an influencer but now she's doing big things like she's so fucking good like she suffers from bpd herself and honestly like i mean when i say i have never had an artist in my life like i've heard people say that artists have like changed their life and like kept them alive but i swear by this like i've never experienced that and i've never believed when people said that for some reason until she came out with her ep and until like i even found out about her overall i mean if you do suffer from bpd check her out like check out her music because she makes a lot of songs that like and she like describes bpd through and it's amazing i really love her so anyway um it can be an artist it can be anyone like i said and also like i said your favorite person can change very quickly so one day it might be your mom or your dad and then the next day it might be 
your brother, your sister, whatever, like even an artist that you've never even fucking met for some reason, like you just develop this like this urge or whatever. Like not like I don't want to say obsession, but I I guess <laughs> in a way. And it just like comes out of nowhere. So let's talk a little bit about like what actually goes through our heads a lot of the time when we're like about to like cut someone off, like especially if they're like our favorite person and we're just like, okay, like it's time for a new one, like kind of like indirectly. Um, Honestly, slim patience is like a really big thing. I don't know if it's just me or like anyone else really like deals with this, but my patience is very, very slim. It's honestly something that I have to work on probably. But example wanting to cut someone off over something incredibly minor like whether it be a friend your family member your partner whatever and I mean I just want to put this out there it may seem incredibly minor to the other person but it doesn't mean that it's minor to you and I mean not sure if I said this but in terms of people who struggle with BPD like everything does feel like the end of the world so it's like like I said if it does seem like a very incredibly minor thing to you to us like our entire world is revolving around the fact that this thing is like causing us to kind of view ourselves a certain way or just kind of feel really shitty and it's just like it's just bringing us down right so um we can go from loving someone to hating even looking at their face and it just makes us want to like cut them off like completely like we can randomly like just start hating one of our friends for no reason and just think okay like it's really time for a new one like fuck this one okay um I have to be honest I I obviously was not aware of BPD when I was growing up but I've had like I've had a couple friends where like I've kind of had this like weird like I guess you can say one-sided attachment towards since obviously like I'm the one with the BPD so I understand what it's like to have a favorite person but I don't know like I would have this like certain friend every once in a while would be like okay like if this person was available I'll hang out with them obviously I would prefer to hang out with them more than any other friend that I had at the time and it's like if my favorite person like one of my friends at the time were my favorite person if they were unavailable like I said I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with myself and it's like if they were unavailable but the rest of my friends at the time were free and were like offering to like hang out with me and like want to hang out with me and like do things with me my day is done my day is ruined like it's just insane the fact that we kind of like put these people on pedestal or that we just like have this weird like attachment or like we feel like we can't really move on with our day without a specific person or like if their tone is off like that determines the rest of our day and like I just want to throw this out there you can be dating someone and have BPD but it doesn't necessarily mean that your partner is your favorite person and I mean, it's not an insult either, but it also like isn't really flattering. I don't know. Um, like I said, it depends on like the person themselves and like how far they're willing to take it, like how far they really do take it. And it's not really like anything like, I guess, something to really be like feeling a type of way about if you're dating someone who has BPD and like their favorite person is someone else, because I promise you'll get your chance. But um honestly I think we covered a lot for today I definitely probably will do a second part to this because there's definitely like a lot more I still didn't cover but with that being said I really hope you all enjoyed this week's episode and if you do suffer with BPD and you feel like you have no one to talk to my dms are always open you can always text me about anything if you ever need anyone to talk to even if you don't necessarily want like advice but you just want like an outlet to just vent and you just want someone to like be there you know um I'm here like 
please do not hesitate to reach out because I completely understand. And I also don't want any of you who suffer with BPD to allow anyone to make you feel shitty about yourself. I mean, we've been through enough. Like, we deserve to be surrounded by people who genuinely care about us and love us and want to protect us at all costs the way that we are willing to go that far for them, you know? So please don't settle and please don't ever feel like you're hard to love or hard to deal with because you're definitely not. So thank you guys for watching and I'll see you next week. Thank you.